0: Let's face it, guys, retail's a chaotic world.
2: From those who work on the shop floor to the ropey customer trying to wangle a refund on a sweaty yet supposedly unworn pair of pants. We all have a story.
0: We chat to the sales assistants shackled to the cash desk, hoping and dreaming for that big break that will free them from the shop floor once and for all. And also to the incredible shop workers who love what they do but struggle to pay the rent or even dare to dream of getting on that elusive property ladder.
2: We're giving a platform to the shop owners who are transforming the retail landscape and the family businesses who continue to make retail work against all the odds.
0: Jasmine, are you ready for a deep dive into life on the shop floor?
2: timothy let's go
0: hi guys welcome back to the shop floor
2: we've made it to another week
0: episode three <laughs>
2: still in retail <laughs>
0: how's your week being jasmine so you're back in retail yeah one week down
2: well it started off great i made some sales the other day and i walked out to three very patient clients and the pdq machine fell apart in my hands so in case you don't know the pdq is like the till What's it like, the receipt? The card reader. The card reader. Yeah, Literally pick it up, go out to everyone, battery falls out, SIM card falls out, whole thing falls to pieces. Nightmare. People are looking at me, you know, I'm in a rush, I'm in a rush. That was Everybody's
0: always in a rush. It doesn't matter who they are. They're always in a rush.
2: Especially in London.
0: Especially where we this work. This
2: girl was like, I'm I'm really in a rush. It's the only way we can do this any faster. And I'm like trying <laughs> to rebuild the PDQ machine. And she's like, I've really got somewhere to go. But she still waited anyway.
0: Yeah. I, was like, so I mean, if they really had haven't... to be somewhere, they would have left exactly. without the purchase.
2: Like the other day, someone said, I need to catch a flight. You know, if if this isn't done in five minutes, I'll have missed my flight. And I was thinking well, you've probably missed your flight anyway <laughs> at this point. And then if you've got a private plane, surely it's fine because they go when you get there. I mean,
0: just shop at the airport would be probably wiser.
2: <laughs> what else has been happening this week? been getting ghosted on Vinted. These people on Vinted list their items and I'm like, any offers? Can I offer you a lower price? Da-da. No reply.
0: They're buying. You're buying or selling?
2: Buying off them.
0: Yeah, the key is, I've learned this, is never purchase for someone with zero reviews i oh, made that yeah. mistake and always purchase with your credit card because i purchased something that clearly didn't exist and <laughs> vinted weren't gonna refund me so no
2: they're really nice to me vinted. My,
0: luckily my credit card company refunded the saw, money.
2: saw the desperation in your bank account
0: yeah i've been looking on vinted this week too so what are you what are you buying
2: i really wanted some boots i buy winter things that's the problem i love wintry stuff when it's summer Yeah. So leather, I've been looking at leather jackets. I know, dominatrix. (laughs) (laughs) So that happened and then I also nearly got mugged.
0: Oh, fun. Yeah, when I went to go
2: get my hair done, this woman tapping me on the back and being touched in public is always odd. So I was I like, I don't mind. It never happens to me. Probably a lot to you. <laughs> and I literally turn around. She goes like, Oh my gosh, I've been locked out of my house. She looks very normal. I was like, God, that isn't a nightmare. I can imagine myself doing that.
0: Yeah, and she's been, been locked
2: out. I need to get to the estate agents to pick up a spare key. Nightmare. I need money for the train. And I was like, uh, I'm so sorry. I don't have cash. I don't have cash, so I was like... Uh,
0: Nobody carries cash anymore. Like, phew.
2: No, no, exactly. I actually thought she was genuine because I had my headphones on. I was in another world. And it wasn't until a woman in a shop was like beckoning me to her going, come over here, come over here. And she takes, she like has mugged old people. Mm. So I, that happens. And I go and I see her doing the same thing to a girl who looks almost exactly like me. And I just stood there and I thought I could go up right now and maybe like save this girl. But I was a bit frightened because I thought if I go over and it kicks off, then it's bad for both of us. And then they disappear and I start to feel that real guilt. And then I see her coming back and I run over to her like, are you okay? Is everything fine? I saw that woman talking to you. She's been known in the area. And she goes, I mean, it's the least we can do really is give her some money. Shaming me for not being mugged. Literally shaming. She went, you know, the least we could have done, like i.e. you, is give her some money.
0: So did you have her hand in your handbag or something?
2: Yeah, she was trying to get her hand in my handbag. And then obviously she was like, please, have you got any cash? So I don't, but go to the corner shop. I said, the, the corner shop, might have it. And then this girl, genuinely, she was like, yeah, I mean, it's only five pounds. I mean, I would have given her more. <laughs> Shaming me for not allowing myself to get taken away to a cash point.
0: God, sounds so like a pretty desperate situation all around.
2: What about you? How's your week been?
0: I had the week (laughs) from hell so i had an interview today so yeah finally putting that um i'd
2: say are you getting out of retail but i'm
0: finally putting that first class degree in politics to good use um another interview for a retail role (laughs) (laughs) awesome uh they'll be proud
2: to have you on their alumni list
0: you know what it's like There was a lot of planning. They made me do a kind of 30, 60, 90-day plan
2: of how I'm
0: going to drive this store forward and then a profit and loss analysis. Did you say,
2: I don't think I can? I've seen your product. It's not working.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a great store. I'd quite like to work there, Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then a profit and loss analysis. So I worked on that and then prepped for the interview last night Went to the interview, the interview was at half nine this morning, early, and uh, I haven't been drinking caffeine, so I haven't had a coffee in three weeks, so I was feeling pretty jaded. So, um, and then on top of that, I've been doing Walk This May Challenge, you know, the retail challenge at work.
2: This is nuts.
0: It's a competition with everyone that works in retail, head office, and I'm not a competitive person, but... As you know...
2: This has taken you. It's taken over my life. Yeah, this has been mental.
0: It's taken over my life. What's your
2: highest day so far? I think about
0: 40,000 steps. As of yesterday, I'd walked half a million steps in three weeks, which is equivalent to about 220 miles. I've basically walked from West London to Amsterdam in the last three (laughs) (laughs) weeks. So I get to the interview, I'm feeling pretty exhausted. Walked to the interview, may I add... Still got to go. I had the interview um, and yeah. And then on top of all of that, I'm still doing OMAD. So three weeks into that.
2: What, what's OMAD? You're mad is what you are. But what's OMAD?
0: OMAD is one meal a day. Um, right. It's kind of. This,
2: Sounds like. Torture. Obviously
0: found out about it on YouTube. It's kind of bro sciencey. But um, so I eat one meal a day. Um usually about 7 p.m.
2: What is this meal?
0: It's not calorie restricted. Um, so I can eat as much as I want, but it's just to give your body it Sounds like a YouTube rest. challenge. Um, but so I'm pretty good. I mean, I'm on the cusp of multiple so think... organ failure, but <laughs> other, th- other than that. So
2: you've aced the interview then from this one meal a day and doing a million steps. Yeah,
0: and then went into an interview at half nine this morning. So right. I think I was delirious. I don't even remember what I was saying.
2: They'll be taking you to asylum. Right?
0: So, um, God knows. Apparently, I'll find out at the end of the week. Um, I remember this interview that I had, actually. At, um, luckily, they didn't ask me to sell anything. Often, in retail I- interviews, they ask you to, like... Sell what?
2: something to them.
0: When someone's, when the word role play, I, I, I can't. I,
2: I thought you liked that.
0: Well, I mean, there's <laughs> it's a time and a place, Jasmine. <laughs> but in an interview setting... Um, so, yeah, they didn't ask me to sell anything. But I remember when I went for an interview at Harvey Nichols in Leeds. So it was like 2002, back when kind of department stores were still king. I was three years old. Okay. Good for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, like department stores were still king on the high street. Um, and I remember going into the interview and then the interviewer held up a hideous Dolce & lace top and said sell this to me in my mind you i was Can't possibly in my mind i was like i didn't think Domenico, or stefano Gabbana could sell this to anybody themselves if they, <laughs> they were here we even
2: design that
0: <laughs> so um yeah there was no uh selling today thank god but um department stores
2: i've applied for some i i wanted to work in liberty so badly I've applied like three times. They never get back to me.
0: I had, I did back in the day, you know, temping for like a t- retail yeah. agency. I worked one day at Liberty.
2: What was it like?
0: So I get onto the shop floor. I assume I'm like, I don't know, selling a handbag or on men's wear. They're like, okay, so you're on the door today. What we want you to do is like welcome to people, big smile, open the door. I was like, this is hell.
2: All day, opening the door and smiling at people.
0: So um, I was like, okay, that's what you want me to do. Um, (laughs) Don't you
2: realise my talent's wasted here at the door?
0: I don't know, like 1pm the manager was like, okay, you can go for lunch now. I went for lunch and never returned. (laughs) (laughs) So that was...
2: um, That was liberty.
0: That was liberty. But I mean, department stores in general, it's just, they're just totally different these days. I mean, you only have to go down... Oxford Street to see, like, Debenhams was once there, gone. VHS. VHS, gone. Top shop, top man. Gone. Selfridges.
2: Nearly gone. <laughs> <laughs> on its way out.
0: I mean, what is it? Why do you think that um, department stores are, are, are suffering so much on the high street?
2: Online shopping is a massive one. Yeah. I'm actually doing a course in retail externally at the moment. And they talk about this. Is the, actually our generation. A course in yeah. retail.
0: God, you're so committed. <laughs> Love it. Nobody Who's shouldn't. administering the course?
2: LVMH. All
0: right, stop showing off. <laughs> so go I on. take my job
2: very seriously. So one of it is um, about a third of online shopping is what eventually we'll be at. It's not quite there yet. I think 25% of people shop online only. It's going to be a third. And there's this thing called casualization for our generation in which they shop in a more casual way and they're more committed to independent retailers that follow their morals and ethics. I think
0: that's definitely true. I've never heard that term, but you know, I talked, I think it was last week, about people dressing up and going shopping. and It was an yeah. event. I think people now are shopping in a much more casual way. They're not going into a department store, be like okay, I'm going to drop a thousand pounds on my store card. And
2: also everyone's, you know, sportswear and stuff like that. It's, it's different, I think. And I think we're more conscious, ethically conscious of where our products come from. Not everyone, but I definitely think there's a pressure on brands to do that. And department stores typically aren't the, that's not their image. Their image is consumption, consumption, consumption.
0: Yeah, I suppose because they're buying seasonally, they're not able to react to trends as kind of nimbly as smaller brands can or online retailers, you know, picking up on trends so quickly and translating that into product for people to buy. But I don't think it's just the change in consumer habits. I mean, the department stores in London... They're
2: they're, they're, they're traps. Um, They're traps. I looked up online. They purposely have no windows or clocks so that you basically don't know it what time like of day it is It's flat
0: in london that basement <laughs> hovel yeah that it you're is in.
2: only without the black mold <laughs> <laughs> and the toilets are kept on the top floors so that you have to go through every way to find i mean it's not an enjoyable experience i mean the reason they that they do
0: that is so that you pass every potential bit of merchandise to sell to buy sorry b- before you get to the but, toilet
2: but that's not enjoyable it's not that's awful
0: I just think they've become really lazy. Like Harvey Nichols back in the day was incredible. A real kind of standout department store. An early adopter of really upcoming designers. If you went into the Harvey Nichols in Knightsbridge now, I mean, you wouldn't even want to step inside. The window displays look like they've been done by a GCSE art student. (laughs) A what was the
2: one we saw the other day walk past and they just put some fake moss in the that front? That was it. And you With were the... like, What is this?
0: <laughs> With the uh, artificial plant tipped on its <laughs> side. I mean, Harv windows were like award winning, like globally renowned. You walk in, it's like a ghost town. It's like there's nothing differentiating one department store from the next anymore. Yeah. Um and then you've got Harrods and Selfridges. They're competing in terms of the super brands, but they've just let the super brands take over. Like they're in control of the store.
2: Oh yeah, and definitely not the departments. And also they have, um, I know because some of our colleagues that we've worked with have worked at Harrods, they have a whole other section just for staff. They've got a whole food It's on port. the
0: other side. Yeah, you, they've got, you got a whole you food go court. under a tunnel to get into to get like into moles. the main store, literally the like malls um but yeah harrods is another one it's another one like it used to be it was always kind of weird but kind of magical you know when muhammad al-fayed owned it like stuff piled high and a traditional kind of still had a traditional department store feel green um carpets yes there was something quite retro and cool about it About it now it's like a rabbit warren have you been in there
2: i've only been in twice in my life it's like a
0: maze go. it's like a maze um from one kind of concession to the next the store is huge but you can't see beyond the concession it's really not a comfortable shopping scenario and then um it's
2: full of people though it's f- it's too it's over capacity every time i've been in
0: not anymore <laughs>
2: In the food court.
0: The food court. People, you know. Okay, don't get me started. So the food hall was like renowned, one of the best in London. I went in at Christmas. They had a self-service checkout. I'm not going to Harrods for a <laughs> to use a self-service Aldi. checkout. I go through that hell in my daily life at Tesco. I go to Harrods. I want serving, but no, a self-service checkout in the Harrods. For food caviar.
2: Hall great Um, you know when it doesn't feel the the weight
0: scanning the car through white loose onion
2: (laughs) (laughs) well do you know what the biggest or department store in the world is could you ever guess because I know this
0: it must be Selfridges Gallery Lafayette no Holt Renfrew in Canada think bigger
2: think bigger
0: department store
2: huge department store Macy's Uh, yeah
0: Macy's, yeah.
2: Absolutely. Of and course. I actually saw the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade last year. It's
0: incredible, huh?
2: It's nuts. It's so nuts. The store
0: is no longer incredible, but I think no, the parade the is still amazing. Seen these the giant days. inflatables.
2: They go nuts for that stuff in America. That's what Harrods gives me, that American, that...
0: Yeah, totally. Opulence, I mean, the they used to have... The sale was an event, you know, the Harrods sale. They would have a celebrity open the sale every year it was like it was the place to shop i remember actually when i was like one of michael jackson's groupies remember me talking when
2: you still are
0: he was shopping in harrods and they we were in harrods and he was shopping
2: not that anyone and to And the know.
0: security were like, obviously keeping us at distance, but we were able to kind of speak with him.
2: Not you, you were probably pushing through.
0: And then he kind of went and sat down to eat in one of the uh, like dining areas. The store had closed. My friend Danny and I hid in the department in Harrods. To
2: find him.
0: To wait and hope that we could have a moment with to talk to him. But in fact, he left and we were still hiding in the store, to which point the doors were locked. The oh, lights had gone off. out on the floor and uh, we had to go and find a security guard. He was like, what the fuck are you doing in the store? He had to escort us out of the staff exit. Did, how
2: didn't you find him? Wouldn't you just crawled out as soon as the lights were Well, we were, were waiting
0: off. for our moment. We were like round of corner and we missed our opportunity. But yeah, mm-hmm. many a celebrity in Harrods.
2: Maybe it's why I've never been in.
0: Yeah. I mean, they used to have a strict policy on what you could wear in store. Like what you're wearing now, there's just no way they would have let you in.
2: <laughs> Talk about yourself.
0: No, I think it was like flip-flops, shorts, no no, uh sleeveless tops was a no-no.
2: Now that's all they sell. Flip-flops, shorts, yeah, tops. Yeah. Goes. I mean,
0: cover-up, you know. Um but now it's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all in there. Uh, yeah. It's not G-strings, somewhere everything. That I would shop. And then I suppose all that's left really is Selfridges, the big yellow prison.
2: Which I've been in about once as well.
0: It's so vast. The store is so vast and soulless. I just don't gauge how anyone could find that an enjoyable shopping experience. I find it anxiety inducing. I mean, do you...
2: I wouldn't even know where to start. And I'd end up spending money I didn't even want to spend just because I'd been roped into speaking to someone and then they made me feel bad and then you know what i mean
0: yeah and again it's like you walk into the ground floor it's the super brands you know it's exhausting like i'm exhausted with having those brands kind of pushed down your throat like
2: exactly and i'm getting is- the i'm getting the last few wears out of a like never mind secondhand t-shirt it's like probably 20 second hand t-shirt and they're trying to sell me some huge balenciaga coats like have you looked at me
0: yeah. With all the with the really heavy branding. Yeah. I mean, I was there first over. time round, you probably not so much, but the nineties no. <laughs> heavy branding. The
2: logo mania.
0: And it's like I don't know, I sound like my parents now, but it's like, do I really want to get it get behind this trend? I've kind of done it. I remember working at Harvey Nicks in Leeds and I was on like working on the international floor, which was like it's like the premium brands, so Gucci, uh Dior was there, Prada. And I get a call on the shop floor and uh I'm like, Good afternoon, Harvey Nichols leads, how can I assist you today? <laughs> <laughs> and uh the voice is like, oh, yeah, do you stop go- <laughs> I do stop goo care, sorry. <laughs> she was like, you know, goo care. I was like, um uh, I'm not sure we did, madam. I could just <laughs> repeat that. Yeah, it's G U C C O, Gucci. Yes, yes. we loads
2: did. of that. <laughs> did she ever come in?
0: I don't know, actually. Would have loved to meet that woman. I would have loved to have met her, too. She
2: would not be mad about Logomania.
0: But this was, uh, yeah, 2002. People were shopping in Leeds. And I think often department stores, particularly regional department stores, their sales are driven by, you know, footballers. So obviously Leeds, Leeds United and then when I was, I was also working at Harvey Nixon, in Manchester when I was studying there. So then you had Man U, Man City, Everton, like all shopping and that was really driving kind of the, particularly like the personal shopping departments. There's a lot of money floating around.
2: Yeah, we're personal shoppers as well, that's big business.
0: It is. Do you they're
2: think? like hungry sharks. They're, they're, they're a it's bit hung, much. The they're bit.
0: hungry sharks, a bit like recruitment agents. Uh, uh. I found that out this week. I mean, they're so pushy. I For the interview, they, they're like, you must call me before the interview tomorrow. She was like, what are you wearing tomorrow?
2: They asked me it, that too.
0: I was like, smart, casual. She's like, for this, I think smart, Tim. I think smart. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I think I can gauge, you know. I think I know what to wear for an at interview at this 39 point. 39
2: years of age, I think I probably can feel uh, it out. I've
0: got this. Um,
2: the one of my my recruitment, that recruitment woman hates me. That was because, your
0: first experience with yeah, the recruitment? Yeah, first time. Is it recruitment agent? Is that what they're called? I don't
2: know. Okay. She was annoying is what she was. She would call me all the time. She would literally, before the interview, is everything okay? Are you nervous? Are you excited? I was like, I'm yeah, not a pet dog. Yeah. I can go in and have an interview, thank you. And then, and, and also, she's just doing it for the money. She's just doing it for the money. I'm in sales too, woman. I know what you're doing. I mean,
0: that's the thing, isn't it? I think it it needs a bit of real talk. I'm in sales. The the job, the potential jobs in retail. Yeah. She's in sales. Let's let's be real with one another. Let's cut the crap. I want the gig. You want the gig. You know, <laughs> if I if I can get placed, you're gonna earn your commission. If I get placed, happy days.
2: That Well, well mine, mine was so gutted because I left my last job pre end of probation and she called me up.
0: Yeah, furious.
2: You could just feel it. Her holiday to wherever, Mallorca next month's canceled. She can't afford to go. Yeah. My My commission she didn't get. Yeah. It was rough and she goes, I remember at the end of the call she goes, you know, now, I mean, now I guess you're going to be unemployed. Would you like to help finding another job?
0: <laughs> Did you say, well, I'm I quite went, used to being went. unemployed, to be honest.
2: <laughs> First of all, it's fun, employed. It's
0: so nice at my local job centre.
2: Literally, I wanted to say to her, and no offence, but your track record of getting me this job hasn't worked <laughs> out. So why would I go with you again?
0: I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, as a recruitment agent or agency, I don't placing people at whatever cost is not really the best strategy yeah. because... If you, like you did, you left before the end of your probation, it means that they don't earn their commission. So everybody loses.
2: Yeah. I was miserable. She's now miserable.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a recruitment agent, actually, that placed me for Christian Louboutin in in uh, Selfridges. So, yeah, it's and it, that kind of... Really? Yeah. That same kind of pushy, you know, and...
2: I like the fact they fight your corner for you. But yeah. it's not good if that's not the role you're meant to have or if you're not going to enjoy it and they're still pushing you to Yeah, they're,
0: it. they're really so I never really wanted to work in a department store. They're like, you're going to love it. <laughs> so, uh, no, I had worked in a department, so I never worked, worked in self. Just, you'll love it, you know, so vibey.
2: So vibey. <sighs> so not vibey.
0: Yeah. How
2: long were you there?
0: Um, Over a year. Over a year, but like I was saying last week, it's just an exhausting place to work. Yeah. Um, But I think it's changed a lot, even in the, I think it's a decade since I stopped working in department stores. You know, you go in now, it feels so impersonal. I can't really put my finger on it, but I just don't enjoy the experience.
2: I think there's a massive issue, definitely in the States, where there was a huge boom in malls. I've got this statistic. It was between 1970 and 2015. The rate of malls and shopping centers was growing faster than the general population.
0: That's insane. Which,
2: you know, they're making malls quicker than they're making babies. And that's mad. And that is why now a lot of these malls are... They're called zombie malls. Yeah. Have you malls. seen
0: those YouTube videos where they go, uh, I don't know what the people- They, they look around them. Yeah. Desolate and, 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 malls.
2: And, and I'm obsessed. And we don't have the space here to have that many malls and shopping centers. But over there, they've got
0: tons. Yeah, but in terms of like the kind of the collapse of high streets, malls and out of town shopping I don't know what they're called shopping centers. in the UK shopping centers yeah. in the UK were driving people away from the high street to some next to a motorway so yeah. you, you're ending up with loads of empty units on the high street local government governments not knowing how to regenerate those and then the shopping centers and malls collapsing so it was like a double whammy a really scary kind of position to be in for retail, like the future of retail.
2: Especially with COVID as well. That's one of the mig- biggest things that I read online was yeah. that it just caused a huge collapse because even the people going to malls, it's a confined space. It's not like the high street where you can limit two people in a shop at a time. Yeah, It's so much harder to do that there.
0: But no one's resilient. Like in this, you're talking about the States, like even I think sacks are closing stores department stores all over the country I think Barney's collapsed Bergdorf Goodman went into administration I mean the whole gamut you know all multi-brand department store retailers are struggling they need us Jasmine quite frankly we need
2: to go in rescue
0: we need to do a Mary Portis on those I want to go to the zombie there.
2: malls I want to have a look round. I want to see what they could. do. There must be it a. Looks like a, use. a lot of fun.
0: I'd end up getting arrested. I know I would. You'd be fine. Wow,
2: you'd be. Exp- what would you be doing in there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it would end well for me.
2: I think it'd be great for a movie. But I think that's a good question. What would you? What would your three concessions be if you had a mall? Right. If you bought one of those old malls, if you had to have something in there, what would you have? Oh
0: my god, that's impossible. Recession. or departments or
2: departments or you know three stores you I mean obviously the food
0: having... hall you know what food... with your
2: one meal a day diet god <laughs> oh, lucky <laughs> us
0: dining out is pretty uh, recession resilient recession proof so I'd have the food hall yeah I'd have luxury product that isn't mass produced Like I'm bored of this conversation that the big brands are luxury when they're making you know Thousands of units T-shirts of each
2: piece. Be- I'm like, the this front.
0: isn't luxury. So you know, something that kind of reconnects people to craft. the artisanal nature here, yeah, yeah. the craft of of luxury. And thirdly, uh, an off license, obviously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Top floor off license because then you have to look through everything before you get to the booze.
0: <laughs> yeah, or free drink at the boozer, and then on your way down, spend heavily you know
2: (laughs) on the way back down they're
0: the best kind of clients wasted they've had a boozy lunch they're coming in they're shopping like maybe
2: entertaining for all the sales stuff
0: entertaining also terrified it's all going to come back when they're sober the next day but uh
2: forget (laughs) pdq is broken (laughs) all in the pieces
0: uh madam we can't return that uh pdq isn't working today (laughs)
2: You'll have to keep it.
0: <laughs> Although they were so trash, you're like, I didn't think you purchased that here. Are you sure it was this store?
2: <laughs> and what kind of vibes would you have? Like, what music are you playing?
0: Upbeat, you know? It's got to be upbeat for people to shop. Techno. You know, a bit of Janet Jackson.
2: It would only be Janet Jackson or <laughs> Michael Jackson if it was you. And then no one would come in apart from those big fans. Who
0: would play if you were the...
2: I'd have a live jazz band.
0: All right. Grow up, jazz band. <laughs>
2: I would. I'd love that. I'd, I'd have a, would I have a club? What would I have? I think I'd have a club. Roller
0: disco. Top floor. Top
2: floor. Glass bottom. Boom. Glass floor. Done. Look down the whole thing. Look up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods,